Hello everyone, Kevin Carpenter here, producer and MC of Rolling in the Mist. I'm exhausted. I've been spending most of my free time editing this finale because we only get to release it once. And sorry that we had to delay it a week, but honestly, like listening to it from the beginning to end, I, I think you guys are going to like it. Um, we've been working on this podcast for about a year and three months now, something like that. And throughout that time, we've now released... Uh, technically 30 sessions if you count session zero so we're we're kind of ending on our 30th uh, and also the halloween special the the four sherlock holmes special just we we have put so much work into this thing that started out as just a oh yeah wouldn't it be cool if we did this kind of conversation with that i just want to thank our current patrons uh aj real alden jimenez Amanda Antonelli, Guillaume Demares, Hunter Hughes, and Joe Zeman. You guys went above and beyond just being fans of the show and actually put your hard-earned money into this, and for that, we thank you immensely. For both the patrons and our regular fans, I do want to tell you all that while this is the finale of Series 1, uh, we here at Odd Loot have a lot more in store, not only for Rolling in the Mist, but also just other different uh, projects we're working on. We're going to be having a short film coming out. We're working on other actual play projects. We're, we've, we've got a lot in the pipeline that we're working on, but we definitely want to hear from you all what you want to see next. Give us your comments, your suggestions, uh, throw them at our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter, or on our, you know, on our Patreon if you become a patron. <laughs> we also have one more thing in store for Series 1 of Rolling in the Mist, and that is the After Finale Q&A. That's right. If you're a fan of the show, send in your questions, and we'll get to work answering them during our Q&A special, which will be coming out at some point. We're still working on that. And to the patrons of Odd Loot, your questions will be guaranteed to be answered during the Q&A, provided that they are appropriate. Um, I think that's about it. I Just one more time, thank you to every single person listening to this. Your time is valuable, and I'm glad you're choosing to spend it with us. And now... On to the final session. Rolling in the Mist is a series of fantasy violence, sexual humor, and worst of all, cussing. Viewer discretion is advised. And welcome to what may be the final session of Rolling in the Mist Series 1, The Guardians of Life and Death. I am your Master of Ceremonies, Kevin Carpenter, and joining me on this special day is... Pablo Mia as Eugene Fritz. And... Ryan Bravo as Dr. Leo Castello. And... Uh, Jason Pigaro as Arthur Strange. I knew you were gonna ruin it. <laughs> I know, ruin it. He's he's bringing the same energy that he had in session zero <laughs> to session twenty nine. Twenty nine. Session ground zero. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Brought it back. <laughs> You're welcome, fans. Let me just say thank you to all you listeners out there. This was the very first uh, product that Oddlude made, so we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for putting up with our stupidity. Our trivialness. Uh, but yeah, no, we'd like to thank you guys really for listening to our antics and just thank you for enjoying our ride for our, our, the first season of Rolling in the Mist. This is going to be really weird if we have to record another episode will, after this. Uh, All righty. This is going to be a special. Wrap it up. 
Let's get into the session. The back of Mayor Dracula's estate. A storm rolls overhead, swirling in an unholy spiral centered over this hedge maze. There are no more birds, as Otis has had to leave. There are no more ghosts, as Strange had to use them all to escape from the fight in the ballroom. And Olivia Levy is long gone, being chased by pretty much half an army of squad cars. There is just the sounds of distant sirens and rolling clouds and thunder. And then the large back Victorian window of the estate explodes out and multiple people fall from it at a great speed. Immediately you see Mayor Dracula cloaked in this purple energy and as he had just bull rushed you in the blink of an eye, all of our protagonists, Eugene, Leo, even Strange hit by this necromantic energy, like physically hit, along with Skid and Crackers, are blasted out of this window into the back hedge maze. I'm going to need all three of you to roll face danger. Holy fuck, this poor fucking bird. I'm going to use... <laughs> I'm going to use face through objects. <laughs> Cut it. Solve In the blink of an eye, crackers turns into a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> oh. oh no. And it's purple. <laughs> For a limited time. For a limited time. <laughs> so going around the table. Strange. I use face through objects. And that's all the tags? That's all I'm gonna use. So you got a plus one. Leo? Uh, I'm gonna use Veteran Doctor's Common Snakes here. Alright, so that's a plus two. Eugene? Uh, he's gonna, uh... Wait, so it's his blast? I always, I know I have to ask questions. It's his blast that's doing this? Yeah. Yeah, he rushed you guys, so it's a combination of his physical body, but also him unleashing this necromantic energy to basically... Okay, okay. He's like, like force push okay, 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 Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I just, I had to ask because I want to use Atmokinesis. Because he's blowing us into the storm outside too, right? Pretty much, yeah. So uh, there's so much storm energy and wind around us that I'm gonna use this to, you know, soften the landing. Okay. You know, like so nav just... navigate the land. Okay, landing. plus one. I think I, I think that's all I got. I can super strength. I'm thinking that too. Yeah, I can say that. Use super strength to talk and roll, sure. Yeah, great. Okay, I got two. Alrighty, Let's everybody roll. I, I rolled already. Yeah, awesome. Nine plus two. I got it. Eleven. Strange. Twelve. Leo. Eleven. All of you got complete successes. Yeah, Holy crap. that's nuts. That is nuts. <laughs> that yeah. be, that Fuck you, Kevin. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm going to say with all of you rolling complete successes. We stand in badass stance. Yeah, like- Can you land on our feet? Like Strange, you just go through one of the walls of the hedge maze and just do a flip and just slide across the ground, your feet just kind of like hovering over the grass. Uh, Leo, you just cover yourself in the snake skin. You just make a hole through this grass wall and just go into the dirt and immediately just pick yourself back up and yeah, I'm gonna say that like you actually grab Skid as well and just kind of like shield him as you just hit the ground. And Skid looks up at you and goes, "All right, yeah, 
Thanks, babes. Thanks. And he just shakily gets back up. And can I, can I jokingly say, he's like, that's two you owe me. <laughs> and uh, Eugene, as you're just like flailing in the air, electricity and uh, storm clouds just kind of like swirl around you as you just do like this like flailing flip and then just almost like out of sheer coincidence also land on your feet. Can I catch crackers? Can yeah, I, you, you also catch crackers. Swaddle them up in a wind like tuck into my arm. Beautiful, yes. <laughs> yes, with all of you rolling complete successes all uh, you grab crackers. All, all five of our heroes land safely at the entrance to this hedge maze. It's this more open area. You're still surrounded by, you know, green like plant walls. And there's this like little fountain in the center with like a uh, centerpiece of, I'm gonna say Mayor Dents. He, he seems like <laughs> the kind guy. of guy who would have like a statue of himself. Very regal, he's in his suit. Um, so that's where our tax dollars went to? Garbage. <laughs> And as all as all of you uh, land in heroic poses, uh, Mayor Dracula lands on the ground, one knee shattering the earth underneath him, and he gets up, and this purple necromantic energy crackles off him as he cracks his neck once again and goes, "Huh, you know, I kind of figured that would kill at least one of you, or at least scatter you about, but." You all are full of surprises today. And you're full of tension. Why do you have to keep cracking your neck? You should really see a chiropractor about that, you know? <laughs> well, you see, a uh, person like me, I heal myself by drinking the blood of others. He must get a lot of iron in his system. That's actually a pretty good thing to have for a diet. Also, when you're holding the entire city on your shoulders, that weight can uh, get heavy. Pussy. I'm sorry, who are you? you? Wait, Strange? Mayor? You? <laughs> Mayor? I guess I shouldn't be surprised that uh, you're now a ghost, but I will say, I feel a little less bad for predicting your demise, especially since I was the one that called it. What? Did you think those uh, men in suits were just uh, there, coincidentally? I'm gonna fucking kill you. I will say you're a good detective, Mr. Strange. You were getting too close to what I was trying to do to this city, and I knew someone like you, well, well, we tried to persuade you. But Renfield, of course, took that as trying to persuade you with money, and me, if I was there, I would have tried to persuade you to the truth. I'm trying to create a world without death, Detective Strange. Wouldn't someone like you want that? And I kind of just look at everybody. It's a little too late for that, don't you think? Hmm. I suppose so. Well, it seems like the time for talking is over. And he just fucking rushes at you guys. What do you guys do? I, uh... wants to battle! We cannot make a serious scene. I love that. Alright. We are oh, all really juvenile nerd jokes, too. There's oh, been dude. Disney, Pokemon, Homer Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> Just memes. Not... Memes all over I, the place. Uh, very literary uh, references. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use my Call of the Haunted powers, mm -hmm. call upon the spirits, to basically attack Dracula, keep him as distracted while I give these guys some time to, like, think of a physical attack to you. Okay, so basically you're creating, like, a, a group of ghosts as a diversion. Yeah. Okay, so that's going to be changed the game. Cool.
Okay. Here we go. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Nice. Oh, thank you. Wow. <laughs> yeah, this game is fucking on. <laughs> yeah. You haven't seen me play. <laughs> okay, so this isn't even my final four. <laughs> when you last saw me, I was weak and lame. Now I'm only lame. <laughs> what do you guys think? Scale, make the effect greater, or make the or make the effect longer. I think greater or longer. Yeah. So more ghosts, or make the or whatever the ghost is, but it it's like more of the merrier. We're at the boss battle, so yeah. yeah. Fuck it, scale okay. it up. Alrighty. So I use my call of the haunted power. Rise. I I call upon so many fucking ghosts that have died, either at that mansion or in the city. I am calling, <laughs> hopefully a city over. Like, hey, come <laughs> over. I need your help. <laughs> Don't ask questions, just do. And they just appear like uh, whack-a-moles, you know, they just kind of like right there. And they bum rush Dracula to the point where, think of bats attacking you, but in this case, they're like temporary possession, trying to give them nightmares or whatever fucked up shit he's had that he, you know, forgot about and bringing it back, you know, doing everything they can to make him stall. Well, it gives my two compadres here a chance to do something very devastating. I'm, I'm for those of you listening to phobias against bats, please do not imagine bats attacking your face. I think with your previous like failed stop holding back, where like you know the memories of your previous life have quite literally you know faded, yeah. you are much more in touch with your ghostly side. Your yes, yes, I agree. Your, your yeah, your. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What are you saying? I'm sorry. Just the way you said. Describe. I'm like yes, yes, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Your, your mythological destiny as a guardian of the undead. And as you glare at this man and call upon more ghosts, uh, the ghosts of just like the city that you called upon earlier, you, you don't really reach them, but you feel another presence as you glare at this man that you hate and you call upon all the ghosts that this man has brought personally to the afterlife. And suddenly there are citizens of the city, people in modern day suits, people in 1920s outfits, you guys even see a few who are in like old, like medieval armor, just erupt from the ground and start surrounding Mayor Dracula, who is just like on like a beeline towards you. This is the one thing that stops him as like all these ghosts are swirling around him. And he's looking about in pure anger as they're like trying to grab at him. And his, you know, the the purple necromantic energy is splicing off them and a li like vaporizing some of the ghosts, but there's so many that you've created. Uh, you have this moment where Mayor Dracula is distracted. So I look at the guy, you guys do something now. I got him distracted. What do you guys do? Oh, actually, Skid turns and he goes, I'm gonna find that book. And he turns and runs. Crackers, are you all right from the landing? I sing low, sweet cherry. Snap out of it, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I smacked the parrot. <laughs> That's what, but it's more like a little flick, because his face is small. <laughs> oh God, what are we doing here? Not somewhere. Dealing with something that is not safe for you is, dealing with something that you shouldn't be. You see that young man over there? 
You pointed directly at Jason. Would you two like, freak huh? out if you both turned around? There was a young man right there. <laughs> 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 anyway, okay. Point at Skid. Yes. Crackers uh, goes. Yeah, yeah. I want you to go with him. And if you can, try to contact Otis wherever he is and try to get some air support for that man to get that boy to the center of the maze. Do you understand? Yes, sir! And Crackers just uh, salutes with his wing, flitters out of your arms, and immediately just rushes towards Skid. Can he pull out, like, a little cute, like, pilot's hat out of his feather ruffles? <laughs> What's it on? Crackers are party for duty, sir! <laughs> sure. Yeah! Look, I'm just saying, the Don't fabric, of, encourage the fabric <laughs> of reality is shattering. Who knows if some cartoonish energy has entered this established he hides shit in his feathers. Yeah, yeah, sure. He has a little pilot's hat, he throws it on, and immediately just starts uh, flying towards Skid. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> he and, does that. <laughs> and as this implausible thing happens, and Skin and Crackers rush off, uh, you guys hear a crack of thunder. And you look up and you see that the sky above you that isn't covered in clouds is starting to crack open. Uh-oh. And you see in just these thinnest of slivers, you see a night sky that is not your own, filled with darkness and swirling colors of nebula that have not been seen by man. And you can tell within the rest of this inky blackness is something approaching. What do you guys do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, do you deal with that or deal with him? Um, I, I want to blind him. I want to like, I just don't know if it's too bold to like get up to him, super strength, grab him while he's distracted. And I want to look into Dracula's eyes and blind him. Okay, so you're staying to fight Dracula. Yes. Leo, what are you doing? Um, as, as he's seeing just the onslaught of, of ghosts, of apparitions, of those that were taken from life because of this individual, Dracula. Um, Leo just kind of holds down to a moment, sees the the up, sees the, the crack in the sky, kind of just takes, in a split of a second, the, the world around him, and kind of just stares, stares at his hand as it starts to sparkle with like air and, and fire, just sparkle. He kind of looks up to, to, to Mayor Dent, and uh, his left eye starts to like, like crackle with, with lightning and the pupil like a normal human pupil starts to dilate into something a little bit more reptilian um just just as a sliver nothing nothing's happening so far but it's it's something you you start to, to feel the wind kind of circling around him. uh but what he's going to do immediately is um he's going to stick out his hand and i'm actually going to try to pinpoint uh right on his eyes and his ears and he's going to try to like is it, what's the word? Conflagrate? Like something just suddenly bursts into flames? Uh, yeah. Conflagrate? Something like that. Something like that. Uh, instant combustion. In other words, I'm going to try to blind him from range, but I'm going to set his eyes and his ears on fire. Okay, so you're going to try to attack uh, Mayor Dracula as well. Uh, Strange, what are you doing? I kind of look up at the sky. I, I, what exactly am I seeing? You're, you're basically seeing uh, cracks like like rips in a scarf, like very small ones, but of course, you know, with the sky, they're as large as like an, you know, an airway. Um, and you can tell that like, basically reality is starting to rip. 
And so if you don't figure out what's going on in the middle of the maze where, you know, you believe that the book is, um, that's going to be a problem. Because you said something was coming, right? Yeah, you can feel something coming. You can't quite see it, but the 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 immensity and the presence of this thing coming is like you guys it, it's the scariest goddamn thing you've what ever do you felt. guys think should i go to the book or help fight dracula it's it split second man there we go can't ask right, us what do you do? gonna do i go for the book okay strange uh turns around and starts going with uh skating crackers um yeah, so you two are attacking Mayor Dracula. Let's, uh, I'm gonna go with Leo first. Let's yeah. do this. So what I'm gonna use is an eye, an eye for weakness, mm -hmm. uh, fireproof and cruel sun uh, to just light the air around him on fire to such a degree uh, to singe out his eyes and fuck up his eardrums. So that's plus three. Three, 10. All right. And with the, the added bonus of the ghost being distracted. Hit with all I've got. Okay, so uh, you take cover to your position. Uh, you get them good. You control the collateral damage. You'll lose the attention. If possible, get the upper hand. Take one juice. Uh, and I choose one, right? So. Uh, you choose uh, two. Oh, you choose two. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you got the major success. Um, so what I'm going to try to do is take cover or secure a superior position. And the second one is I gain the upper hand. Take one juice. You unleash your power and light up the air around uh, Mayor Dracula with this flame, intending to burn off his ears, his eyes, his head. You are trying to immolate this man's head. And with like a plus three bonus, that would normally do a three tier, but as like the air around him just bursts into flame, uh, the flame dissipates and you see that you burned him but he has taken a lot of like the pain. Like it looks like you did some minor burns to him with that major attack you just hit him with. And as Dracula looks over you with his completely intact eyes that you haven't been able to uh, damage, he shoots out this uh, bolt of lightning at you. You dodge out of the way. Great job taking uh, take cover. And as you land on the ground, you create another bit of flame in your palm. So that's your one other juice. Right as Mayor Dracula shoots out that beam, uh, Eugene, you rush up to him, and what do you do? I'm gonna bull rush him, and I'm going to, uh, well, with super strength, I mean, I would like throw him pretty hard back. Like, is what's behind him? Oh, uh, like grass wall. And then it's like the- grass wall? Yeah, it's a grass, oh, sorry, it's a plant wall, and then the estate after that. Like, you guys have gotten into like the entrance of like the hedge maze, pretty much. I would like to throw him through the hedge wall and into the wall of his estate. Okay. I'm going to say with the uh, the ghost that have given you basically the opportunity to do hit with all you've got rather than go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. So go for it. going to be using um, for the bull rush, uh, and I'm also using my own wind that I'm kicking up with Atmokinesis to give me a wind boost. Sure. Great. Atmokinesis, uh, uh, super strength, and uh, blinding eye contact. That's three. Do I impulsive or no? Uh, no, but you are taking a minus one from your nicked status. Oh. Because your so your gunshot two. wound is still affecting you in this so physical encounter, yeah. So it's minus one. Yep. So yeah, so you're rolling plus two. Ruthless. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna say, as you're rushing toward this man who has stolen your tapestry, has been the person behind everything, your eyes go red and it is hard for you to control yourself and like keep in the moment of like strategy. Yeah, so because I'm gonna say something pretty like 
aggressive. Yeah, so take another minus one for ruthlessness. But added attention to the theme. There it is. Oh, you're near leveling up. So that's my that's plus one. Yes. Yeah. What is that? Eleven. Holy Eleven plus one. Crap. That's a twelve. That's a that's twelve. That's a twelve. Yeah. 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 I would clap you. I know. I'm too far away. Yeah. I'm, I'm on. I'm on oh, audio, everyone. When it's time for me to speak, just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you take care of everything else. Paint me a word picture. Choose your options, my friend. For a hit with all you've got, choose get, two. Fucking two. kill him. All right, I'm going to uh, get them good. So that's plus one to the damage, and you were, uh, what was your bonus already? Uh, three? It was a plus one for the roll. Oh, roll. plus one, yeah, sorry. Plus so, one at the end, yeah. So, okay, so you're hitting him with a two status two now. Two status, and then, yeah, get it, keep going? Yeah. All right, and I'm going to gain the upper hand and take one juice. Okay, and what are you using that juice for? Uh, I'm assuming you're using that juice to for just- blindness. Yeah, just immediately turn blindness blind. blindness tag, I mean, blindness status. Plus a two. They burn his eyes to begin with. Plus the wait, so I can give him a blindness status and the two acts towards damage because I yes. can hurl him yeah. to the wall. Yes. yes. Great. Good, so good, 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 good. Go ahead and give me the action. On that, the that's how we're going to play this. Great. So, Eugene, your muscles bunch up and you feel the, the wind pushing underneath your feet. A technique that you gained from uh, your dear old friend Leo, I think, just like watching him in all these fights. <laughs> <laughs> and as you rush toward uh, Mayor Dracula, with all the power in your muscles, you get ready to just push him right through the plant wall back into his estate. And Mayor Dracula turns towards you at the last moment, holds up his hands, and both of you lock hands. The ground underneath you cracking as he just takes the two damage you would have given him. That's right, Mayor Dracula is tough. It's built. He just absorbed the blast, he yeah. said? He absorbed most of the flame, except for like one bit, which is why he still got some oh, minor bruises. And he, you know, he's locking hands and hands with you, like full strength to Minotaur strength. But as you're locking hands and the ground cracking underneath you, both of you are glaring at each other. And then your eyes turn into that shadowy gaze. And suddenly that shadow transfers over to Dracula as his eyes flicker and he goes, oh, oh you've got, more tricks under your sleeve, I see. I don't prefer uh, tricks. I'm merely trying to help you see the light. Well, if you don't prefer tricks, I'll show you one of mine. And the energy that's been pulsing off of him this whole time just blasts out of his chest and hits you directly in yours and pushes you back. I'm going to need you to take Drained 3. Oh. As you feel this energy latch onto you and suck away at your own, and as it does, you look at him and you see the burns on his face heal up. He's got lifesteal. Dracula, baby, final boss. Are my hands still linked with him? I'm gonna say yeah. Can I counter? While at while, because I'm imagining this is like both in the same place, and then I'm going like, uh, like yeah, I, down. yeah. I'm gonna say the life drain is going on. He has healed the damage, but if you want to counter, let's fucking go for it. Headbutt him. Boom. I'm going to uh, counter the power stream that he's using against me while I'm locked into him with power absorption. Ooh. And I'm going to <gasps> give him a taste of his own. Oh, that's right. Energy. He can Wait, absorb that shit. I have power shit. absorption for Son of Zeus in my adaptation. 
Oh my god, you do. You literally just yeah. juiced him. <laughs> okay, okay, so... And I'm locked into the, into the generator of power that is him. Okay. This is interesting. Yeah, I know. Let, let's see how this goes. Uh, do it! I, do it, Papa! I'm just, yeah, I'm gonna say this is a go toe to toe of anything. Like this is the perfect definition of a go toe to toe. You guys are literally like locking like hands. I'm going to be using obviously power absorption for this move. Okay. I'm going to use master of logistics because I am making sense of what is happening to me and realizing if he can do this, I might as well play fire with fire. Mm -hmm. This seems like the most logical counter move to make, as opposed to letting go or trying to fight him. Yes, this yes, is I agree. Logical. <laughs> of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. Yes, yes, of course. Logical, yes. Very logical, yes. You are technically correct. That's just the plus best two. This follows MLA format. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Um, and I'm going to put this on the table as well. Uh, his, him saying, like, him realize, him being surprised that I have more tricks up my sleeve with the blinding and everything mm -hmm. uh, leads me to believe that he he's surprised by us and therefore unexpecting of certain things and therefore afraid of that uncertainty. And I'd like to feed off his fear. He is not afraid. Cool. I will use plus Lock, two. Locking hands with him in this deadly combat, you can tell he has not a single bit of fear in him. Is he not blind? He, he did, did he shake off he, the blindness? He has shadows flickering over his eyes, and it's it's hard for him to see. What I'm not going to say he's completely blind, but he did take a, like, shadowy vision one tag. So, yeah. So, instead of this being a physical encounter, this is more of a combat of wills, as both of you are glaring at each other and quite literally trying to siphon strength from each other. So, you have these three tags. However, you know, you're doing this after just being drained. So drain three is also gonna come into effect. So you're gonna okay. roll this, go toe to toe, plus zero. Straight roll. I believe in you, Pablo. It negates all of my tags. Pablo. This is the drain, right? Yeah. All believe right. in the heart of the cards. They're, these are dice. Believe in the dice. Okay. I don't wanna fucking just believe. <laughs> just this believe in something. Yeah. Pure willpower. <sighs> you're a good man. Five plus two is seven. Moderate. Not bad. What's your main goal with this? My main goal, I wanted to blind him, but instead of shoving him back, I want to continue, like fully giving him the blind status, pick him up and like whirl him and plummet him into the earth. I want to plummet him and plummet him into the ground. Moves. You wanted to seismic toss his up. Yeah, there we go. I want to. I guess I could have done that sitting down. Okay. I want to seismic toss him into the earth. So here's, so here's the deal. In this battle of wills, you can tell that you won't be able to blind him, throw him to the ground, and also dodge his attack. You have to choose one. So I can either regain my strength and You're, look what's, what happens if I dodge that attack. If you dodge, you'll still have drain three. But you won't get you won't take another hit. It's basically like you're playing chicken and you move out of the way. Or you can manipulate your shadows to make his vision even worse. Or you can pick him up and like hold him to the ground. There's I, really no way. Oh, the, the, I mean, the option where you get out of the way, you don't take another hit. So that's the thing. What does Eugene do? I think he attempts to do this power draining thing, but when uh, he feels it's not going to work, he uh, he he chickens out because at this point he's just been too brave multiple times, two times in a row. I think three is like still 
placement in this fight is too much to say for Eugene, so I think he's gonna... Because if he doesn't, then I'll take another drain and it'll be like drain six, right? Uh, no, it'd be uh, drain four. Fuck that. Yeah, it's an exponential thing. I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna dodge that attack. You know, if you don't mind me saying this about your character, I don't think that's a purely cowardly thing. As, mm -hmm. as Eugene, full of strength, his muscles bulging, going toe-to-toe -to -toe with the most powerful person in the city, as you feel the shadows warp around you, as you feel this energy crackle and start like sapping away your life, as you feel this urge to just pick up this puny man and smash him into the ground, you remember another moment where you lost control. And in that instant, the part of your mind that is undoubtedly Eugene Fritz, not the Minotaur, not King Minos, Eugene, realizes this is a bad situation, pulls back and jumps out of the way just as the energy crackles where you stood and explodes the ground. You jump back and uh, stand right next to your comrade, Leo, breathing heavily. You feel like exhausted, but you are still alive. And for, for this instant, you feel like, you don't know if it was the right play, but was the smart play. Cool. Strange. Yes. You are basically zipping through this maze. You could like just go through these walls, but you have this feeling like even if you like just went straight the way that this maze has just been constructed it's almost like you are you're bound to get lost except for the fact that you feel this energy leading you toward the center and as skid goes just pure confidence down all these different turns turning left turning right just as he did in the estate you feel that skid feels that too and as you're like floating around do you, are, do you float with Skid, or are you keeping a distance? Uh, I'll float with Skid. Okay. Yeah. You you rush forward, and you're, like, keeping pace with Skid, and Skid turns towards you, and, you know, he looks up at you and goes, Never thought we'd be doing this side by side, eh? No, never did. Dead or alive. You know, I'm not going to say sorry for what I did. Never but I'm going to. But I'm going to take responsibility for it. Let's go, babes. And he just keeps running through. And as you're rushing through this maze, there's just more thunder, more lightning. You feel like the air around you almost like rising. And as you do, you see other spirits, ones that you haven't even summoned, start to appear from the ground and float around as the barrier between life and death is being torn apart. And you know that if you don't fix this soon, this is going to get bad. We just cut to you doing that. It's going to take you a little bit to get to the center of this maze, but you're on the track to get to the book. And in that instant, we cut back to the fight with Leo, Eugene, and Mayor Dracula. Mayor Dracula is standing there. His energy has pretty much dispersed most of the spirits that Strange has called. And now he is standing there, his suit torn from his muscles, just ripping it open. And as he looks down and he goes, you know, this suit costs quite a bit. Now you're gonna have to make me get a new suit. And he just rips the entire jacket off. And now you're facing off against ripped shirtless Mayor Dracula. 
as he starts stepping towards you, each one of his steps cracking the ground. This could have been easy. You could have joined me. We could have made a new world together. But instead, like everything else that knows that their life will end, you are scrabbling at something that is pointless. Imagine, imagine if there was no end. We wouldn't have to be fighting like this. And, and as he finishes saying that, um, once again, that one eye still like serpent, serpent-like, uh, he looks up to Mayor Den and he says, yeah, that'd be a pretty boring life. And how close is he to, to us? I mean, he's he's tough guy walking towards you. He's about to be on you in like a second. Hopefully this works. <laughs> um, so on one hand, you said on my right hand or one of my hands, you know, that was crackling the fire, right? Yeah. On the other hand, uh, this almost whimsical teal-like energy starts, you know, gathering uh, on my hand as, as a small, but I guess it's hard to see wind, but you know, those anime stuff, you can see the wind like in Avatar The Last Ever. Uh, it starts to accumulate and that teal looking color of energy suddenly turns just pitch black. And so what I'm gonna do is, it's gonna be a tricky, this, this thing that I'm trying to do, but uh, I'm going to shoot it directly at his person, at any point of his body. Like I'm gonna try to cover him like a mist. Uh, and so what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to inflict him with the with the Black Death. The Black Plague? Is that what you're going <laughs> No, that's, the Black Death was the other name for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was yeah, called historically correct. Because everybody was looking at me like, why am I on my phone? I, I was actually legitimately researching this. Um, <laughs> I'm going to hit him with the Black Plague, uh, but I'm going to modify the genome uh, to be evolving. Ooh, that means wow. that means it cannot really be cured. It's adapting to its environment. Oh, that's cool. Holy shit. One, that's really fucking cool. Two, it's uh, the bubonic plague, uh, nicknamed the Black Death. Three, couldn't you have just given him laryngitis? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I said, it's the last boss battle. So yeah, um, I'm just gonna fucking hit him with that. In efforts, because I know I saw him regenerate, this thing is pretty much just going to attack his body continuously and adapt to his cells. You're doing dots. <laughs> exactly. He's doing dots. I'm going to say because you are stretching your power to such a limit that you are basically trying to nullify his healing factor. I'm going to say this is a stop pulling back. Remember the what I did. Remind me what does burning attack mean? Burning a tag means that you can no longer, well, if you willingly burn a tag, then the move is just uh, like an automatic 10. Okay. It, well, it's like you rolled a seven with a power of three. Mechanics, mechanics, mechanics. Um, but if a tag is burned, you can no longer use it until the tag is unburned, which is usually done through like downtime do or something like that. Now, what happened to me per se? I burned them all, but I ha it's because I damaged it, right? Yes. So yeah, I, I you, have to get it back somehow. Yeah, and here's the thing with stop holding back is that in some cases, even if you succeed, tags get burned. Like there's always a cost to stop holding back. So, you know, like unburning a tag is usually done through downtime, which final arc, that's not an option. Uh, you can also do certain like change the game moves to bring back a tag. But yeah, pretty much if a tag is burned, it's it's gone. Yeah, yeah. okay, okay, got it. Now, can I say I burn a tag before I roll? For stop holding back, no. So I can roll and if it's not what I want, I can say I can burn it? No, no. 
Okay, yeah. so I have to say it before. The, yeah. yeah, like here's the thing. Regular moves, you have to say your burning attack before you roll. Um, but with stop holding back, you don't even use tags. That's the one where you have to draw upon your real world experience and just roll plus logos. Oh, okay, so it'll be a plus two. And, th and that's if you use stop holding back for superpowers, which is normally what you do. There's some cases where you can use stop holding back and, you know, for like your. Like, like if you're a rich person's like, I'm gonna buy the bank, then yeah. you could do stop holding back and roll plus mythos <laughs> or whatever, yeah. But, okay. but for the most part, this is for spirit bombs. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. So stop holding back, there's three tiers. I'm yeah. gonna say this is a significant one on the same level yeah. as uh, Stranger's Spirit Gun. Uh, so on a mixed success, you know, you mark fade on a theme and you burn all the tags. Even if you succeed, you're still marking fade on that theme uh, because you're like stretching it to its limit. So those, those are the costs. And if you fail, not only do you get everything that Strange had, but also I'm gonna do something else as well. Got it, got it. So I, I can afford to lose the season Affliction, but I'm, I'm gonna roll. No holding back. Yeah. All right. So you have two Logos themes, so just roll plus two. That is going to be eight. Mixed success. Leo, you hold out your palm and unseen by human eyes, but to your reptilian eye, which the socket is now slowly being covered in scales, you see the microbes of a bubonic plague that has not reached this world and should never have extend out and hit Mayor Dracula. And he takes one more step and then pustules start forming on his skin as this black tar-like liquid starts pouring out of his eyes, oh, mixing with the shadows that Eugene has swirled there. And as he opens his mouth, this black liquid spews from his sharp, shark-like teeth as he stands there and shakes from this plague. And he goes, you. You are the plague that has been <coughs> fouling up my city, keeping it from the greatness it deserves. You two should be honored to be the last, <coughs> to be the last deaths of this world. Leo, as this disease comes out of you, you feel your entire body just tense up you feel just something drain from you burn all the tags in that theme and was that your healing theme leo the part of your mythos that represents giving life you have expended all that power into giving life to the worst disease that has ever plagued this wow. world oh, man so pretty much the opposite of being a doctor. <laughs> a <Don't>. botanist. <laughs> doctor. Okay. <laughs> we are sorry to all of our botanist fans. <laughs> <laughs> we just Who discredited their degree. No, of course, not. botanists are responsible for that. No, it's all right. No botanists listen to this podcast. Yeah. Um, so the one botanist. <laughs> Wait, so even with the miss success, I burn it all? Yes. Yeah. yeah, with stop holding back, there's always a cost. With a mixed success, like, yeah, you it's basically you're stretching your powers to the limit. So you you didn't need them. They were holding you back. You have nullified basically his, like, 
uh, he, like pretty much all of his healing is now going toward combating combating this like plague that's inside of him. Uh, but also that has come with a cost from you. Yeah. Eugene, you see an opening. Yes. Well, it's kind of, we've sort of lost the moment, but in, in the fiction, he has just finished a little monologue there. Yes. So I was just going to say, I was actually just going to, because he's still exhausted. And he's kind of like heaving. and I mean, Eugene is. Mm-hmm. And so he just, <sighs> and raises his hand. <laughs> As he always does. You won't. (laughs) Mayor Dracula just looks towards you, spewing bubonic plague. What? What? (laughs) As blood and this dark goo just spews from his mouth. You talk too much. Wind me. (laughs) And then I want you to. I want you to hurl me. Because we've done this wind me thing uh-huh. before. I want you to hurl me like a missile. With your, because you still have a wind powers, right? Uh, yeah. Do it. Then when he does this, if you allow this to happen, you will hurl me and we will wind du- duo this ship. Wonder wind powers. Wonder wind powers. Activate. Activate. Okay. Super instantly. Leo, do change the game. Uh, and I want you to use your tag, struggle to, uh, struggle to control the weather. Okay. So what I'm going to use for that is gale force control weather manipulation and instead of me knowing that I have to actually like control myself then I'm gonna use veteran doctor's combo now. so minus one because of the struggle to combo so just plus two gear force control and weather manipulation okay go for it that's going to be eight all right Eugene you get a plus two to this what tags are you using I'm using atmokinesis mm-hmm. to win dynamic duo this and in uh uh, project me forward or, or boost me forward and also control my aerodynamics to go directly into him. I'm using horn shot to grow the horns of the Minotaur where horns belong. Right here and on the top of my head. Finally. And I'm Finally. going to, yeah, fi- oh, I've been saving it for an ultimate moment and this is it. So I'm growing the horns of the Minotaur right here to impale him. I'm gonna activate your weakness tag appropriately enough on your uh, Son of Zeus theme, the your Wind Me theme, uh, impulsive. How is this impulsive? Wind me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm activating your weakness tag impulsive. Uh, so with your, so you have plus one, and then the two from Leo, and drain three is gonna nullify that. So once again, this is just a straight up plus zero. This is the final boss. Can't be giving you guys plus threes. Okay. <laughs> Drama. Six plus four, ten. Holy oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! Oh, sorry. Oh, shit. Wind me! I've got you! <laughs> Grabs me by the hand, twirls me around, throws me, and I am just. <laughs> <laughs> Our fists are behind me, arms are behind me. I'll put the image of an actual bull just like. Yeah, and then growing the horns. <laughs> not, not just simple, straightforward horn, like these curved, almost. Make like a bull G. noise. If it goes. <laughs> wait, I'm gonna wait for the action. I'm gonna, I'm gonna slide that in. Yeah, <laughs> okay, good. Where it God. Yeah. Fuck with it. Kevin, fuck with it. Go toe to toe. Uh, choose two. 
<laughs> Doesn't that mean something happens to me too? It, it can, yeah, unless you use the option to, you know, counter. Suck them off. Opponent. Wait, <laughs> give me your opponent a status with a tier. I'm gonna get them good. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, manage to achieve your goal, you need to take some. The book. Well, <laughs> I can't take the book or the tapestry right now. Okay. I, he huh. should take the tapestry. A key to his armoire. <laughs> no, Hang, hanging around his neck. No. no, you should be like, I take, take, I his, take his life. I like that, take his life. <laughs> um, I'm going to get him good. So you're hitting him with a status? Yep, I'm hitting him with a status, and I'm going to block, dodge, or counter their best attempts. So Eugene jumps up into the air, arms behind him, horns in his head, being propelled both by his own atmokinesis as well as Leo pushing at him with his wind in this beautiful team attack. Eugene flies through the air, smashes into Mayor Dracula. As we hear a resounding. <laughs> you stab your horns into his chest. Mayor Dracula's bubonic bile spews from his mouth into the air as he's thrown back. And as the two of you fly through the air, you grab him, take your horns out, and just throw him out of the way as he tries to grab you himself. You, you chuck him to the other side and through a plant wall. You land on the ground. You are large. Fur is sprouting from your body and horns are coming through your head. But Eugene, you are in control. Yeah. And Dracula's okay, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, Eugene, you really did have a monster in you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> He's not talking about your pants. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear a branch snapping and you feel all of your hair, which to Eugene is the fur sprouting on your skin and to Leo, none of it, because you're still bald. As the sky grows even dimmer and you look up and the cracks in the sky begin to break apart. And now you can see within this cosmos a planet, no. These orbs connected to each other, constantly shifting. You are just barely able to see it through this crack in reality, but you can see that this immense thing is coming closer and closer to your world. And as you feel this great danger coming towards you, you hear the crackling of Mayor Dracula's energy as he picks himself up through the hole in the plant wall you threw him through. You see that he has taken damage from all the branches that has like sliced apart his now bare chest and you see that he is bleeding and his blood is mixed with this black bile. But Boy. you also see that this like fit old man is still standing and still very, very much in the fight as his eyes are glowing red, as his mouth has extended to make room for a new row of sharp teeth as he looks toward the both of you and go, All right then. 
many times over. It's time to finish this campaign. <laughs> well, I didn't vote for him. Awfully meta of you. It's a double pun. We cut to the middle of the maze. Oh, yeah, I'm in this. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about it. I was so in, in you, left the you left the real party. <laughs> Detective Strange, you know that Leo and Eugene are holding off the mayor as we speak. And you come to the center of the maze and you see that in the center is this large circle surrounded by these plant walls with the one, the one entrance you're coming in, the only entrance. And you see that there is a, a pedestal in the center with open there, pages flipping in this wind, a cyclone of pure energy extending from its spine up into the sky above you, creating this swirling storm. You see the book and Skid is staring at it and starts taking steps toward it. Skid? Skid? It's so beautiful. Skid, calm down. You hear it, don't you? I do, let's calm down. You saw it. I know. I did. You don't want to look. That book leads to something that's bigger than both of us, babes. I know, but still, you do not want to look. I did look, and trust me, I was never the same. Look at me now. That book led to this. Do you really want this? You're young. You have your whole life ahead of you. That's the thing, ain't it? I have my whole life, then it's gone. I live, go to school, get a job, maybe, maybe start a family. I don't know, or maybe I just die in a plane crash, or a war, or climate change, or something. I don't know. But, at the end of the day, that's all there is, isn't it? You. I know, I know your type kind of just drinks away everything? Why don't you just go to work, drink there, go home, drink, and then just, for, for what, huh? You, you look me in the eye right now and tell me, what's worth living? What's worth dying? What if there was more? It's all what ifs. There's no true answer. The point is, you're alive. You are better than me. Yes, you found the book. Yes, you got into this. Yes, you lost your girlfriend. Yes, I shot you. I am sorry for everything that has led up to this point. But there's more to life than this book. Trust me, there is this a reason. This book is everything that's more than life. You heard the mayor. He wants to make a world that doesn't have death. A world where everyone's immortal. Whoever holds that book, they're immortal. It goes against nature. You need to die. What is the point of living forever? You'll see everything, so what? Eventually this planet will die, and then we just float in space? Is that what you really want? You wanna see the end? What's wrong with just having a certain amount of time, calling it a rest? Because sometimes I don't want things to end. Sometimes, sometimes someone else says that they need to end. Sometimes I don't want that. Kid, I know you think you have a hard life. 
especially since what you've gone through because of this damn book. I have seen crimes worse. I have seen murders. I have seen innocent lives taken. Trust me, I know bad times. This is very bad times, especially with the sky literally opening up and colorful orbs of bullshit are about to come through. But it's okay. It's okay to be afraid of death. Think of it as another adventure. Roll, uh, roll persuade. Or convince, right? Convince. Convince is the tactical uh, term, yes. Yeah, yeah. Roll convince. I'm gonna be a smart cynic. I'm gonna be cautious. I'm gonna be cautious about what I'm saying to this kid because he is very fragile right yeah, now. Yeah, I kind of feel like you're coming at this with the same energy as like someone on like the edge of a roof. Now, none of those tags are from the hard boiled. Because didn't he lose a? He no, lost no, I lost training. He okay. lost his police academy. Oh, okay, cool. I'm he no lost his ability to fight. All yeah. I have my, is my ability to be reasonable. So can I use those two? Yeah. Sorry, he no. lost the ability to fight, but not to feel. But I'm a ghost that feels. Okay. I'm fucking Patrick Swayze. <laughs> He's a friendly ghost. Yeah. I'm Casper and Patrick yeah, Swayze. Yeah. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Ooh. Mm. So close. Nice. One for that Oscar winning performance. <laughs> yeah. Skid looks up at you and goes, Why don't you break up with me, man? I thought I was doing everything right. And then Crackers goes, is it? Is this about a girl? Because Crackers has been there the entire yes, time. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I, I was going to do it, but I didn't want to break anything. And, and Crackers is like, trust me, kid. As a bird who's actually gotten some, there's always more fish in the sea. <laughs> and Skid looks up at Crackers and goes, uh, uh. And like that, that comment from the talking bird has just kind of like snapped him out of his like emo moment of just this like ultimate like despair and he's just like yeah you're right there's there's a lot more important things going on right now I, it. The, I'll be honest with you you'll be fine look yeah. at me I am a ghost fighting a vampire <laughs> I have nothing after this after this go talk to her I'm not sure if you're the best to begin a relationship advice. And also, it's really? the end of the You are a fucking bird. It is the end of the <laughs> world. Absolutely. And at that point, this font of energy just explodes from the book. Oh, shit. And as thunder, as lightning crackles around you, the pages explode from the book and begin swirling around in this small tornado. And as all of these pages containing secrets that this world should not have known containing secrets of life death and all the ways to bastardize the both all of these pages swirl in the air and then start folding in on each other creating what look like arms and legs until you see standing before you a storm coming right out of its back is a humanoid figure made of pages scrawled with blood-soaked runes. And as this head of pages turns towards you, two pages open up and a single large eldritch eye stares at you. And this creature 
speaks, but not in words. When we as humans speak, we speak in words that are then conveyed in meaning by those who hear them. This creature speaks in meaning that your brain struggles to form into words you can understand. It is speaking directly into your head in a language that should not be heard. And it goes, This figure steps forward and raises a hand with electricity crackling between its paper fingers. Leo and Eugene, Mayor Dracula has just walked out of the plant wall. He's hurt. You have actually managed to hurt Dracula, but he is still in this fight. Right now, I'm going to say mechanically, he's got, you know, he's still got Eugene's, like, the shadow over eye status. And also, he's got a uh, cut up one status. So, burned, didn't he? Uh, he healed up the burns from when he drained you earlier. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's got the Black Plague. His healing is messed up, but it looks like he still has his strength, and it looks like he still has some of his necromantic powers. You guys are already feeling exhausted, but you know that you need to give Strange as much time as you can. So, what do you guys do? I, uh, knowing that... Uh, Fucking of, Dragon Ball Z that shit right now. One <laughs> of my, I mean, after losing my healing power... Um, the, the, the snake skin that's started forming around me comes a little tighter and just harder, not so vividly anymore, like mm-hmm. punching with life. But I, I run up to, um, to Eugene. I put both my hands uh, on his back. And I say, you know, sometimes we're just going to need a little pick-me-up to kind of spruce things up in the kitchen. What, what, and, what, what, what are you doing? What, what are you... Uh, and I'm going um, to use elemental blessing. Oh. Yeah, uh, I was about to say, because your primal blessing has been burned. Yeah. But I can give Elemental Blessing. Uh, Combine it with the intensity of Cruel Sun. And uh, make make the, the fire itself, or him fireproof. Did it try to tr- not transfer it, but just kind of like make the flame surround his entireness and turn him into the flaming Minotaur. <laughs> oh my God, this is going to be so great if you succeed and also so great if you fail. Give, I know what you're about to do. <laughs> give me that. Change the game, son. Yeah, that's it. You only have final blessing. You can get a cruel sun. Oh, you got three. Three. Cruel sun, fireproof, and elemental blessing. Oh, boy. It's literally turning into inferno itself. His rolls have been pretty good. What the f- I'm sorry. Say it out loud. Ten. Yes! yes! 
Nice I'm sorry we fives. can't include you with these that's, high fives. That's perfectly fine. These have been some pretty sweet high fives. <laughs> so, uh, can I describe how I do it? Yep. So, given the uh, the, the, the fiery orb, uh, a bit of, like, it's still in my hand, but it, it kind of starts to surround my arm and engulf my entire body in a very lucid, looks like a flame cloak. And as I put my hands on it, I take a deep breath, and my other eye begins to like shape into the other snake eye. And all that fire just like starts from the bottom of my feet up, like disappearing, 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 makes these massive flame balls at the rear of my wrist and just like shoot in into his back and just sparks start appearing on his feet, on his ankle, every inch of his body. And then just, and it just combusts into this almost not like a typical fire, but like a rich, dark red, orange, like true in like um, Hell, uh, what was Hell Rider? Hell Rider. Uh, no. Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider. Mm -hmm. Like that, like just pure, you know, covering both his skin, his horns, uh, and even on his fingertips, they're just sparking with like infernal flame. Metal as all hell. Except for Eugene going. <laughs> Mayor Dracula opens his mouth to say something yeah. smart and then just blood and bile just fall from his lips and he just shakes his head, looks at you, Eugene, and charges at you. Fire drill his ass. <laughs> and when he does that, I go, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> and just go for it. So mechanically, I'm going to say that the bo bonus that he gave you uh, is a tag. Uh, let's see. W what would you call it? Fire? Fucking uh, metal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The Infernal Soul. Infernal Ooh, Soul 3. Is that a story tag? Or a it, it's just a, a tag. And what we're going to do is that you can use that. Uh, for any of your moves as a bonus, and that'll be like a pool. So you can use all of them at once, or you can use them one at a time. It's up to you. Infernal Soul 3. So, in, in layman's terms, you have a pool of three fire points that you can use for shit. Oh, three fire points. Yeah, that's what we're Calvin Balling this situation as. Okay. Ah, uh, okay, well, I'm bum-rushing him, and I'm gonna go toe-to-toe -to -toe with this guy, and fucking... I'm glad you did this because I was looking at my sheet and I was like, I guess I'll uh, hit him. I don't, know, I don't know what to do. I was like, I've done every fucking cool thing I can think of. I've tried block. I've literally done everything on this sheet. You haven't done your shadow stuff yet. I did, but I mean, I don't. Mm -hmm. Give him like a one-two combo. Yeah, I fuck, fuck the horn for a bit. I'm just going to like give him some fiery why don't you? Action. Why don't you? I'm going to barrage him. Why don't you grow the horn around your fist? Yeah, I could do that. I can give him a, a, a flaming horn punch. Yeah. Like a little nut. Okay. I don't want to I'm not, wait a minute, I'm going to make this cooler. I'm not going to just make it like a plate. I'm yeah. going to get myself like brass knuckles, but they're Ooh. horn knuckles. Dude, mm -hmm. and the ring that shit. Yeah, <laughs> flaming horn knuckles. So you still have drain three. Do you want to use all of your infernal soul and just make this one big, powerful, fiery punch? Fuck yeah. Alrighty. So, uh... So Infernal Soul, this fiery energy just immediately energizes you. Anything that Mayor Dracula has taken is immediately just rejuvenated by this 
by by these flames that your friend, your comrade in arms has given you. And as you rush forward, Mayor Dracula, no longer the coward, you are just going toe to toe with him. You're you grow large, larger than him. You erupt these horns from your knuckles. And as you raise your fists and he raises his, roll my friend. Using super strength, horn shot. Is that a plus three with the infernal soul? Uh, it's basically negating drained. Okay, so, so now you're at zero and you can add whatever yeah. foundation. Great, I'm gonna use Get smart with this dude. horn shot, super strength, uh, uh, power absorption from the heat and using it to empower me. Screw it, yeah. yeah. I've absorbed it from him, so I love it. I'm literally using power absorption. Um, and... <laughs> Analytics. <laughs> if, I, if I punch him enough, he'll die. <laughs> and I'm gonna use Master of Logics, Logistics to hit him in where he would uh, hurt the most, wherever he looks the most damage. Because he said he's got bad eyes, he said his arm's all fucked up, so I'm gonna hit him. Face. He's literally bleeding blood and black. You know what, you're yeah. right, good point, Rob. I'm gonna punch him square in his bad eye. It is one good eye. <laughs> I'll just put him square as one good eye because that would be better than hitting his one eye that's already fucked up. I want to fuck him up all the way. All right. Okay. Since we have already established that you are basically the fusion of Minotaur strength and Eugene Smarts, I'm going to allow that. Yeah, because I'm in complete control. Let's Plus fuck. Let's four, fucking baby. do this. Plus four, baby. That's an eight. <laughs> <laughs> It's, the, it's his table. It's, it's his table. I'm assuming you're going for all damage, baby. Yeah, all the damage. Alrighty. You rush forward. You go to punch. Dracula meets your punch with his own punch. You go to punch again. He meets your punch with his own punch. And both of you are now just literally trading blows, punching oh, against oh each other. The wind. Yeah, it's some My Hero Academia stuff as the wind is quite literally being dispersed by the force of all of your blows smacking against each other. And it is... And it just turns into this just knockout slugfest of you trading these lightning fast blows. And in just like blinks of an eye, barely able to be seen by anyone observing, uh, you manage to get him at just that right weak spot in his eye for that one good blow. And it messes him up badly as just basically with your horns on your knuckles, you practically take off half of his face. Oh. You, you take out an eye. Oh, shit. Fuck me. But in that same blow, he turns, and instead of hitting you with a fist, he opens his hand, claws emerge from his fingers, and he just plunges his hand into your chest. <laughs> Eugene. I'm going to need you to take impaled four. Oh. <laughs> Eugene's getting fucked. You better get in there, lizard boy. <laughs> Fuck. What do I need to die? Five? Uh, six. six, isn't it? Jesus. Five, you're out. You're out. Uh, oh. 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 What? Yo, he's fucking dead. Leo. Okay. During that graveyard fight, you witnessed the site when Renfield rushed up and attacked Strange right at his gunshot wound. Renfield, using his abilities, knew exactly where to strike to make his hit as deadly as possible. 
That's a thing vampires have. If they hit someone with an already bleeding wound, they do one more damage. Eugene, with Mayor Dracula hitting your chest, there is this moment where you're like, I can take this. And then you feel him rooting around and then he pierces his hand through the nick from the gunshot wound earlier. Oh. He has stabbed his entire arm through your body. You don't take impaled four. You take stabbed through five. Fuck. You take fucking dead. And as he rips his arm back out, you fall to the ground. Eugene falls to the ground and Dracula looks down, just blood and bile dripping from his mouth, which is now curved in this predator smile as if he's standing over a kill, which he is. Leo, you can tell that Eugene isn't dead yet, but as Dracula stands over him, he looks up at you and you see that death himself is already here. Back to Strange in the middle of the maze. Oh God. This creature of pages ripped directly from the book has just introduced itself as the Necronomicon. Skid takes a step back and goes, I knew it. Well, I, 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 I had an inkling, but you know what that is, right? He does not know. He is the guy that spurns knowledge. I am a creature born from knowledge. I am the knowledge that is hidden away, locked behind doors and burned by armies for knowing Alright, we get it. Your knowledge. <laughs> what do you want? True, true. Why true, are you here? <laughs> true fucking rat, yeah. Skid, Skid does it like a double take, just you just talking down this like eldritch entity as the world is cracking open all around you. And the Necronomicon just turns towards you, the papers rustling like bones cracking, and goes. And it raises its hand and starts walking towards you. You could know so much more about what exists beyond this realm, beyond life, beyond death. Before he finished, right when he finishes, I push his hand away. I don't want to know. With all of this storm raging around you, with wind and thunder, and lightning. In this conversation, there is silence. This creature 
as it projected its meaning into your head to communicate, you can also sense what it is feeling. And it is feeling for the first time in its endless existence, confusion. You all right there? Your life is nothing. It is so small. And you would choose it over the endless depths of what all the universe has to offer if you would not allow me to share my knowledge then please share yours it looks directly at you and this eye is the eye of an endless abyss what is the meaning of life how the fuck do i know you're this endless knowledge fucker. You should know. <laughs> Skid faints. Skid outright faints. Oh, oh my god, he's dead. <laughs> What's Crackers doing in all this craziness? Crackers? <laughs> I'm his parent. <laughs> I'm giving you the strange. <laughs> strange, you have stunned this eldritch entity. And it's at that moment you look over this entity's shoulder and you see Crackers beelining for the book on the pedestal. <laughs> and as, as his wings flap through the, the maelstrom swirling around him, uh, the entity turns around and sees Crackers going for the book. It's open and Crackers goes with his little pilot hat that he has. <laughs> well, time to save the world. <laughs> And as he dives straight for the spine of the book, we cut to Leo. Leo, Dracula is... Dracula is standing over the ble heavily bleeding body of your friend. I'm sorry. What, what made you laugh? What? What? I just saved the world! Oh. You when son you of a shit, bitch! It's the fucking parrot! <laughs> and then, I can tell it's strange like with a cigarette. You son of a bitch. I'm sorry. I just Actually, like how here. I was handled to talk to the, like this fucking entity. Like me, the worst fucking person. Any, anyone could have been in the middle of the maze. I thought you would have used your fucking labyrinthian recall. I thought that's where we were the, going. Yeah, but you, you chose to stay and fight Dracula, which is oh, also really cool. Fuck. And yeah, I, that was cool. I, I thought it was set for me because, like, oh shit, I've seen this that's, before. That's what everybody was thinking <laughs> in the last session. So, yeah, yeah. I am okay. literally talking to this Aldridge god, and I'm treating him like some fucking smuck on the street. What the fuck should I know? <laughs> this is the best possible answer you could have given. I was like, please don't act this. Please don't try and come up with something. Like, oh that, no, not that you couldn't. No. Not that you couldn't. This no. is where Jason excelled. <laughs> this is why Detective Strange needed to be the one to talk to. <laughs> so this is oddly. <laughs> so as Crackers is diving for the book, grabbing at the spine with his beak, as the maelstrom starts raging even further and breaking apart, we cut to the edge of the maze where Dracula is standing over Eugene's bleeding body. And as he looks toward Leo with this victorious smile, he looks up at the sky and he sees while the storm is growing worse, 
you see that the rips in the sky are actually beginning to mend, are beginning to close. And Dracula goes, No. No. And he looks over at you, Leo, and goes, You. And, and Leo just, he looks up, he looks down at, at the bleeding Eugene. He just starts chuckling. He's like, <laughs> well, and that's the thing about it, Mayor. You can't stop the cycle of life and death. But here's the way I see it. One of us will live, and the other is going to die. Let's see what happens. And at that moment, uh, the the... I don't know if this is game mechanic wise, but again, like this is like over the past entire fight, like scales have been growing around him. Mm-hmm. Uh, his eyes have turned almost serpentine like, and like one of those anime moments where he like, takes a deep breath and he has a conversation in his head. He, he calms himself one second. He's like, so this is truly the coming storm. And I don't know if you have to, to, to model or like to describe this, but what he sees in front of him is the the gigantic serpentine face of Quetzalcoatl, and I look I, I look directly in its eyes and says, "Well, I guess it's time for the devil to find nature's fury." And you hear that same voice that met you in your dreams go, "You are not afraid of the oncoming storm. You are the oncoming storm." Roll, stop holding back. This is going to be a no return. Oi! Oh shit. What? Basically this means that like, even on a mixed success, you are going to lose this theme. You need a full success to get this power up and still keep this essence of yourself after this. Can I give him my dice and he had four dice to roll? <laughs> no. Why did you say that? Because he had four dice to roll? That, his odds are four times greater. So what, can I add any tags or? This is just plus logos. This is, stop holding back. So. Just roll, Bravo. So as this dragon creature looks at you and says this statement, you feel a hand on your shoulder, and instead of being on that stormy cliff face, you turn around and you see your mentor there, and you are standing in that in that facility that you trained in, in your youth. And even though it's on fire, he is standing there perfectly unharmed, and he is looking at you and go, I told you, don't let a dead man drag you down. You live your life. Oh, it has new meaning now. That's nice. I guess it's time to repay the favor. Good luck, Bravo. <laughs> Roll for it, man. <sighs> Beautiful how those rolls work. Nine. Mixed success. You feel the energy you've drawn upon this entire adventure. The weather manipulation, wind, lightning, summoning elementals, everything that has given you the powers of the oncoming storm swarm within you. And as you described before, your skin turns scaly, claws emerge from your fingertips, your eyes, already reptilian from the fight, grow large and larger as you begin to take on this eight foot tall, dragging humanoid appearance breaking through your clothes. 
these large feathered wings breaking out from your back. And with teeth as sharp as any knife, you look down with eyes that could gaze upon the sun for endless eternity. And you look down at Dracula. And for once, for once in his long, long undead existence, but certainly no longer endless, Dracula feels fear. And I want to say that's in that form. Behold, the messenger of life. What's your final attack look like? The, the storm that has been surrounding the, um, the, the book, it starts to like being sipped away like something more natural. I have become nature's wrath. Uh, all the electronic or the, the electrical surges start to like swirl around me. My wings start to light up and almost shine crackling with thunder. Uh, flame starts to, to come out of my mouth, uh, almost as bright as the sun, almost blinding. Uh, and I, just like I did with the Minotaur, I become like engulfed in flame. And what I'm literally gonna try to do is with all nature's fury, pretty much like tackle him, uh, like, like in other words, become a spear itself and see if I could just decapitate him in half. So I'm just gonna make this full narration. Crackers dives toward the spine of the book, grabs it with his beak and rips it off the pedestal. This maelstrom that's emerging from this book is immediately cut off as the Necronomicon paper figure turns and goes, and then just immediately disperses into just shreds of paper. And thematically, Dr. Leo Castello grabs this storm that was once summoned by a being outside this world and you claiming dominion over life, take it for your own. Taking the storm in one hand, you turn toward Dracula with the other, charge toward him, grab him, and even as Dracula tries to drain the life from you, you are just an endless font at this point. As your wings unfurl and you lift him into the sky, and as you do, you begin to glow brighter than the sun as Dracula screams in pain. And as you reach the clouds, you explode. The clouds disperse. There is only a night sky now hanging over Eden City. In front of the dense estate, police cars have gathered together. Cops are sharing notes. There are murmurs of officers trying to figure out what exactly drove through the gates to see if anyone had caught up to this, this war machine. And even though this this vehicle was so large, it somehow got away. <laughs> Clever girl. We see Captain Jackson standing in front of the manor. There are multiple officers taking out multiple men wearing rolling note suits. 
uh, handcuffed and being arrested. Dahlia and Maggie Elodie are being treated at an ambulance. And as Captain Jackson stares at them suspiciously, he knows that there's no human court that can charge them. For now. And as he has that thought, he turns around and sees Agent Justice Evans. And strangely enough, Captain Jackson recognizes her. Agent Evans goes, You know, you can always join back up with us. And Captain Jackson puts a cigar to his mouth and goes, I thought if I left, I'd be done with all this crazy stuff. I guess if I'm not with you all, I'm just on the sidelines, huh? And Agent Evans looks down and walks off. And every other person there, every officer, every guest, doesn't remember seeing her at all. We cut to a hospital. Skid once again wakes up in a hospital bed. And for a moment, he jerks awake and starts searching his chest, but there's just the familiar scar that was healed over before. And a nurse comes in, uh, Nurse Maggie. Is Maggie one of the nurses at your hospital? I yeah. think so, yeah. She was from, like, the first... No, yeah. Maddie. Oh, Sorry, Maddie. 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 Yeah. Uh, nurse... Horse. That's good. Yeah. Nur- <laughs> Jesus. Horse. Yeah. Uh, nurse Maddie goes, yeah. Oh, you're awake. Uh, yes, they, they found you, like, collapsed from exhaustion. I'm glad you're all right. There's, there's some people who come in here with a lot worse. This kid goes, Yeah, I know. Uh, am I free to go, or... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I, uh, I got some, uh, I got some people to say hi to. And as he starts getting out of bed, Maddie goes, you were here before, right? With, with a gunshot wound? Yeah, yeah, I was. Are you going to visit that girl that was visiting you the whole time? Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll text her first, but... I really gotta say hi to my mom. She hasn't seen me in a while. And he walks off. Through the streets. A normal day is going by. Just another normal day. No one knows that the fate of the entire world had just been decided. That the balance between life and death had just been restored. The only thing disturbing some people have been reports of a giant vehicle monster truck thing (laughs) that sometimes disturbs traffic. Uh, And we see, just walking about, we see Otis with an arm cast. Uh, We see Officer McBadbat and Officer Gutierrez uh, sharing a donut and a coffee. We see Daisy walking by in a very nice new red coat (laughs) jewelry on her fingers and around her neck just enjoying life and then we cut to a small part of the city we move past a farmer's market to a small townhouse in the city and standing on the porch alive not so well but still alive is Eugene wearing that coat that is too big for him and absent-mindedly 
touching his chest where he still has this huge scar that's just barely managed to heal. And once again, you stand in front of that door. The door opens. (laughs) And Cheyenne looks at you, Eugene, with wide eyes that are surprised and also a tiny bit angry and goes did you take care of what you needed to do yes ma'am are you safe more importantly you are safe we are safe are you going to tell me what all was going on Maybe one day, but I think there is a truth much more pressing, much more relevant that I need to come clean with you about. Eugene Fritz, you come into my house, you scare me half to death, you tell me that you killed my boy. And you have the audacity, you have the audacity to not even finish your tea before you do that. And he checks his pulse. Am I? Maybe I didn't. Maybe I died. Maybe I died. Cheyenne comes up to you and uh, like pokes your chest and goes, Oh, you're going to walk in here, get out of this cold, have some tea, and you're going to tell me exactly what you meant by what you said when you left me here in the cult. Yes, ma'am. And he ducks his head in and walks through the door. And as Cheyenne looks at you about to follow, there is a uh, flap of feathers and uh, Crackers flies in as well and goes, oh, uh, hey there, I'm Eugene's friend Crackers. Crackers wants a cracker. And flies over to you. And Cheyenne just smirks a little bit before wiping the smirk from her face, trying to trying to put on that like serious, like serious motherly face. And Eugene uh, pokes his head from around the kitchen uh, doorway and says, by the way, I brought you a present. Eugene, you have a lot of explaining to do as she closes the door behind her. And we cut across the city. I suppose back to the hospital that uh, we just had Skid. Skid walks past a couple rooms and walks past another figure, slightly shivering, but still with beautiful quaffed blonde hair. Ritz Chrysley is walking down the hallways, eyes darting around until he spots the new head surgeon, Leo Castello, alive and well. And Ritz goes, oh, uh, Leo, Leo, hey, hey, how's it, how's it, how's it going? Hey, pretty good? Uh, yeah, um, so what, what was, what was the last thing I said when I was here? That was, I was working with, uh, uh, with, with Melody? Yeah, so. Yeah, that, that went, that went great. Um, that went fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't, uh, 
like yeah you know, I, I, I don't i don't know if you have any like uh, why would i think you have any connections to you know a famous singer or anything but I, i'd stay away from that like crowd and all that and i probably i'm also gonna like leave the city probably gonna take my my work elsewhere and all that and i just I, you know i just want to say i just want to say i just want to say bye and um leo kind of like turns around he's fiddling with some paper Oh, uh, what, what, by the way, uh, you know, how are, how are you doing? I know it's been, what, like a, a, like a few days, but... And he, like, looks you up and down. It's like, you seem different. Like, 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 good different, but also, like, I don't know. You seem, like, really different, man. Uh, let's just say I dealt with some personal issues, and I got over them. But I, it's, it's a shame that you're going to be leaving the city. I mean, you had such good work with uh, Melody and all these high enough clientele but i'm guessing you're needed elsewhere yeah yeah you know i'm i'm, I'm needed elsewhere i mean like you know I'll, I'll of course like find the work when i you know leave and you know everyone needs like a top-notch like plastic surgeon and then uh angelica comes up and grabs your arm leo and goes like doctor we need you right now stat you're the only one that can do this duty calls so uh good luck with everything and i hope uh, you have a great life yeah, and Angelica takes uh, your arm and uh, takes you down the hallway into the room of another patient. And for you, it's, well, you manage to survive. You manage to keep your job. And even though you had to take a life to get there, you've saved countless others. For others, that would mean taking a break, taking retirement. But for Dr. Leo Castello... There's always more work to be done. So, Mr. Anderson, it's time for your checkup, I guess. <laughs> Please bend over. Uh, oh, God. God. <laughs> Only a job the, the hand surgeon can do. And then the camera pulls back out, and we fly across the city further and further until we're at a familiar bridge, one that connects the land of Eden City to the land that is just on the other side of the river. And standing on that bridge is none other than Detective Strange. You stand gazing in the twilight at the city as the lights turn on, reflecting against the mist that is always ever present. You stand in the middle of the land of the living and the land of the dead. And for a moment, you stand alone here. And then you hear, So what's new? You turn around and you see your partner. Your old partner. Marcus looks at you and goes, How's it going? You look like shit. <laughs> yeah, you're one to talk. You know, you know, I appreciate you bringing me on to the other side. It was about time I retired, but, you know, they told me you get bored real quick in retirement. And, well, I heard through the grapevine that my old partner was taking up a new beat and might need someone to watch his back. What's the perps nowadays, huh? Same old scumbags walking about. We got some undead fuckers floating too now. Marcus turns to you and smiles and goes, <laughs> Sounds like a job only the Eden Undead Beat can take care of. 
What happened to the Jameson boys? You know I never liked the Jameson boys. Come on, man. You want to carry that into death as well, really? I'm fucking dead already. I'm car- I'm still... In fact, you know what? Now that I think about it, we should go possess a body and take a swig because I have not had a drink in oh, a very long time. I <laughs> forgot we could do that. I could get some coffee right now. Coffee? Well, yeah, it's been a while since so I've had some coffee. You know what? Let's compromise. Let's find a place where we can get some Irish coffees. I agree. I know a good spot right now. They should be opening up any right now. <laughs> and <laughs> <It's> both Ghost Watch. <laughs> and both of you who exist between the realm of the living and the dead and like it exactly like that, fly up into the sky and head off into the city to possess someone for drinks. And the camera pans out even further to that old graveyard where we see a single figure standing there. A figure impured in clothing, holding a single pitchfork. And as he walks up to the decrepit arch that marks this graveyard, he looks out onto the misty forest and goes, No matter the gate, there will always need to be gatekeepers. He looks out into the city and goes, I think I like these new boys. Well, and he turns around and there is a coffin with a single figure chained down, a man with gray hair and red eyes uh, that is see-through, and you see that the spirit of Mayor Dense is being chained into this coffin and being lowered by a group of other ghosts as the original gatekeeper throws away his pitchfork and picks up a shovel and begins to finally bury the past. And that's where we'll end series one. <laughs> Holy shit. Well done, everyone. All right. We did it. Ugh. A year's worth of filming. Yeah. Recording? Yeah, Recording, think- yeah. So, uh, what, do you, what do you guys want to play next? <laughs> <laughs> I heard backgammon. This Thing yeah. yeah, they. Yeah, we, we, we can make a podcast about backgammon, right? People don't oh, need to God. see the board. Oh, you want to like... make a po- oh, they just don't want to play. Oh, oh podcast. No, yeah. Scrabble all the way. Oh, yeah. That's oh, not a word. That. Fuck you. <laughs> I still have pogs if anyone wants to do some slammers. <laughs> <laughs> hungry, hungry hippos would make a great. Oh yeah, <laughs> a great podcast.